This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What is the 90s TV show that you're going to binge? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. 90s binges. What is this with like, it, honestly, it's the 90s in particular that everybody is attached to right well i think it's probably because we're just going through that nostalgia wheel and you know like uh, for a while it was the 80s and now like the 80s is old right Mm -hmm. like so when you and i were in the 80s it was the 60s do you remember there was that whole nostalgia yeah for like hippies and things like i just i remember this girl stacia that i went to middle school with she would wear like denim jean jackets and like she had a butt cut oh yeah and would wear like tie-dye oh, i remember going through a massive tie-dye phase and really into peace signs oh yeah yeah, yeah. for sure it was all and, but peace. my version of that was like uh the delight version you know groove is in the heart groove style the heart. yeah that's kind of how i interpreted but hippie. I think that this is like the 90s is now taking that space for people of a certain generation. You and I have probably aged out a little bit, even though we are very firmly planted in the 90s. I mean, I feel like the 90s just happened. And now I know what my well, mom felt like when I was trying to relive her youth. Also, isn't it crazy? Well, speaking of, I just thought I won't go there. I don't have time. We don't got time. Uh, back to the 90s TV shows. Um I I think there's just TV shows. I love them. The 90s, you should stream them. <laughs> I wanted to go on a tangent, but... Well, I kind of want to hear your tangent. Why don't we... Okay, 651-641-1071. What is the 90s TV show you want to binge? But what's your tangent? Um, we'll my, get back to it. Don't worry. Yeah, no, my tangent is just that, like, young people uh, or people of a certain age... I, I have issues with defining generations, but people of a certain age right now, it's cool to look back at the 90s. Mm -hmm. You and I like live directly through the 90s. And so there is a certain appeal, right? Because in this moment, it brings us a certain nostalgia Mm -hmm. of our, like probably for us, like our high school, college years. And so some of those things appealed to me um, or us. But I find it interesting that in this um, particular moment, I just totally lost my train of thought. Okay. 651-641-1071. What 90s days. shows are you going to binge? Uh, because there's plenty of time to binge right now. Um, yeah, you know, I think I don't know what you were going to end up saying, Bradley, but I will say this. Um, I, the reason for me... Now, what's weird to me is that I feel nostalgic for the 90s because, again, I lived through them. Yeah. And I think about those days as maybe being slightly more carefree, even though in reality... Oh, I, they were just so fraught. They, yes. I mean, I was a basket case 
in those years of my life. But now I look back on them and I think, oh, this because I can look at them with the eyes of a 42 year old who knows that none of the stuff I actually was freaking out about really mattered. And I also know the end of the story or at least where I was headed without knowing that. Anyway, did you remember what you were going to say? I did. Go ahead. There has to be, there's this weird thing that I've noticed the older that I get as we go through these phases where certain things are in, um, you know, in vogue Mm -hmm. or not in vogue also of the 90s. See? Um, Where you, you look back on these things and you think, God, the 90s are never going to be like, ooh, who would ever go back to the 90s? And I mm-hmm. thought that I remember thinking that about the 80s, like, yeah. gross. Why would anybody want to go back to the 80s? They were vile. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, OK, the 90s people aren't going to go back to because there wasn't really a style or like a trend because it hadn't defined itself yet. Right. And right. I feel like you have to get a, f- a certain distance from that decade yeah. or that period of time, however you define it, to sort of give it its thing where so like once we got a certain distance from the 80s people started sort of quantifying that in a way that could be then like commodified and it was like big hair neon lights rubik's cubes jelly bracelets and now we're getting into that space with the 90s and we're probably already getting there a little bit because the next thing i would think is like how would we ever bring back the early 2000s no idea it's already creeping you guys people are already doing nostalgic tributes to 2000 style okay and you can find all of these fan instagram accounts where uh the youth of today are looking back nostalgically at the paris hilton of yesteryear but you know what though we did that kind of stuff you know and that's the thing is like i i I, you start to understand the cycle of adults rolling their eyes at young people being nostalgic yeah. for something that they don't quite understand. You start to realize it the older you get. And so I don't really want to roll my eyes at it because I, I get it. I've been there. Well, we did it. Like, for example, we did it with, um, you know, and people are still doing it with vinyl, like yeah. records. Like we like I remember coveting my um, stepsister's 45s. Like, who was playing 45 records when we were growing up, right? Like, but I thought they were so cool. Yeah. And, you know, they were cool because when she was growing up, that's what, you know, that's what they collected. Right. Let's go to the phones. Gabriel's on the line. Hi, Gabriel. Gabriel, what uh, what 90s show you want to binge? Hi, Gabriel. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. hi. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Um, uh, um. It's, uh, I think it was only on for one season, but it's called My So-Called Life. Oh, Girl. you're speaking Colleen's love language. You are speaking so my fabulous. language. That 13 episodes. Thank you for your call, by the way. Um, 13 episodes. And yes, you can watch it. I believe you can watch it on Amazon. We started watching it again the other day. I have seen that show. I can't even tell you how many times. And it still is so good. Does it, it was end so far ahead of its time. In a rewarding place? Nope, nope because it so. ended. They canceled it. You know, they had the season in the can, and then they canceled it after the season, like they do, where they were like, this won't be coming back in the fall. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's so good. And I just loved that show. And it was so far ahead of its time that it just didn't, even still, when you go back and watch it, yeah, it was so it so typifies that type that time 
But you also recall that it was pushing the envelope in a way that we weren't pushing the envelope at that time. Yep. It's so awesome. Let's go to Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Kathleen, what 90s show you want to binge? Hi. First of all, I love you guys. So. Oh, we Thank love you, you too, Kathleen. So excited to talk to you. Um, it's kind of 80s as well, but Cheers. I've been so obsessed with Cheers. Uh, uh, where do you watch Cheers? It's on Netflix, and I had no idea how hot Ted Danson was oh. back in the 80s. Yeah, like, he was he, kind of a looker. Oh my gosh, I like he's so attractive. He's yeah. so sexy. Yeah, I mean, he he was a good-looking man. Thanks for your call, Kathleen. I now that made me vaguely remember that I had kind of a Ted Danson crush when I was little. Well, even Woody Harrelson. Right? And then but see, now you look through the lens of today. And you're like, I don't know. Um, Murphy Brown. I want to watch Murphy Brown. Is that streaming somewhere? Do we know? I'm sure it is. Right? If anywhere, maybe it would be on CBS All Access. It looks like uh, YouTube, Amazon Prime. Yeah, see? You do have to, some of the things you have to buy on Amazon Prime, but like they're two bucks a show. So if you're, which I mean, can add up, obviously, if you're going to get like all the seasons, but... Apparently, there's 10 seasons of Murphy Brown. There were God, a I lot of show. seasons of Murphy Brown. Race Under Fire. Oh, oh I loved that show. Don't you just What's love Brett her? What's Butler up to? She was just in something. Oh, she's Seriously. so good. What was she just in? Because I remember watching it, and uh, Matt and I, I said, is that Brett Butler? And he was like, yeah, I think it is. Um, oh, darn it. She. It was just recent. She was on the morning show. That was it. Oh, Thank wow. You. So she is still a working Yeah, actor. she's getting around. Um, yeah, she's done a lot of things recently. She did, uh, she was in The Walking Dead, six episodes of The Walking Dead. Uh, and then she was also in a few episodes of How to Get Away with Murder. So she's getting out there. She's doing stuff. I loved that show. I did too. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys need to fill me in on this royal news. Ooh, it's so juicy. Okay. You're going to give me some juicy royal news after this on My Talk 1071. Okay. So there's some gossip, some hot gossip that I missed out on yesterday when I was gone on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Some hot royal gossip. Oh, they don't want to be royals. They just want all the attention and the money. So it's basically the same thing. Okay. Okay. So, Colleen, mm-hmm. yesterday, Holly um, shared a story with us mm-hmm. about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle reportedly giving an interview for a tell all book, which we kind of dug through and it was like weird. Why would these two you know, tell all, right? Like, don't they just want to tell us what they think we should know about them? Yeah, isn't that the point of, like, part of why they left the royal family or their royal roles and are have, like, taken different um, tabloid media to court? Yeah, exactly. Because they're trying to control the story. Yeah. So why would they consent to be part of a tell-all book? So as Holly started to tell this story, some synapses started firing and some dots started getting connected. So Holly, can you, if you don't mind, just tell us a little bit more about that story, alleging that they are behind a tell-all or they are connected in some way to a tell-all, and then how on the turn of a dime we thought, oh, wait, we see what's going on here. Sure. So to your point, Colleen, it's like 
hey, Megan and Harry, they actually supposedly want privacy. Why would they be involved in this tell-all book? Right. Well, according to reports, the book is tentatively titled Thoroughly Modern Royals, The Real World of Harry and Meghan. Now, this book may be out in the summer, if it's true, and it's being written by royal reporters Omid Scobie and Carolyn Durant. Now, does that name Colleen ring a bell, Omid Scobie? I feel like that's the kind of name you'd remember. Um, it's okay if you don't. I don't. Because it, it came at us very sideways. Okay. I mean, the only Scobie I know is the kind that <laughs> you start your kombucha with. <laughs> yeah. But no, it sounds familiar, but I don't know why. So the reason that it might sound familiar is because I actually brought him to the table when we learned that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were absconding uh, with their titles. Okay. And it's because he was like a royal watcher and he was, um, you know, connected in a way to this information. Like he'd been covering the royals for years and he seemed to have like a bead on the information. And then we learned, um, and I don't know that we ever talked about this, but I I, um, realized that he works for Harper's Bazaar. And what do you remember what we know about Harper's Bazaar and the Royals, specifically Meghan and Harry? Are they in bed together? Yes. Okay. So they're like they're like People magazine. So Harry and Meghan have used Harper's Bazaar to get their message out. Okay. So Holly, if you want to continue huh. to to connect some dots or flesh this out because this Omid Scobie it made us go, hmm, mm-hmm. who's this guy? Well, moving on to the other co-author, Carolyn Duran, she's also a royal reporter, and she has contributed royal content to L.com and OprahMag.com. Oh, interesting. Wait, so here you have a tell-all, loose quotes, uh-huh. being written, and Harry and Meghan are providing info for this tell-all. Mm-hmm. Just on a surface level, a gut reaction, what does this say to you? Well, that obviously it's not going to be a tell-all. It's going to be tell what they want you to tell to, to, to be told. Ding, ding, ding. Yes and yes. Great. Now, wait. We can go deeper. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we can. Because this Omid Scobie also has a podcast on the ABC Podcast Network. Uh-huh. What is ABC. The American Broadcasting <laughs> Company. Owned by Oprah Magazine. Disney. Oh, Disney, duh. <gasps> Disney. Okay. Oh, my God. So we've got, and also, do you remember how ABC is in bed with Harry and Meghan? They were given the rights to do what? Air what? An exclusive documentary about what? Megan. Yeah, do you know? Re- well, oh, it was yeah. Harry and Meghan. So, do you remember that um, this was the documentary that launched a thousand tabloids? Because it was that documentary that ABC was given the rights to air, put a pin in Amy Robach's name. They were given the rights to air that documentary, part of which is where Meghan alleges that maybe things were not so easy for her in the role of royal, which really ruffled some feathers. Right. But remember, ABC wants to be on good terms with Harry and Meghan. And we learned this because I said, put a pin in it, Amy Robach. Do you remember that connection? You guys are really testing my brain right now. Remember, Amy Robach got caught on mic 
talking about the fact that ABC <gasps> News squashed her Jeffrey Epstein um, story yes. because of pressure from Buckingham Palace right. because of Jeffrey Epstein's relationship with Prince Andrew. Oh my gosh, it's all so clear right yes. now. Yes, and where Amy Robach alleged that Buckingham Palace was threatening ABC News in a million different yes. ways if they ran the Jeffrey Epstein story. So we've got ABC, Disney, uh-huh. Oprah, Oprah, Bazaar, L, Harper's Bazaar. Mm-hmm. So you've got all of these people who are now, like, they're all in bed together. Mm-hmm. And the dots have been connected. So it it just goes to show that you guys should stick with us because we go deep in the shallow, which means that we will connect the dots for you, which means at the end of the day, what does this all really mean? You've already said it, but just to summarize again. That they're pulling the strings. That nothing is real and everyone smokes. smokes. So whenever you're only going to hear the story the way they want it told. Exactly. So when you see a story that says, oh, they're giving interviews and you just want to go, oh, well, that's dumb. They would never do that. Well, wait a minute. Let's look at what we're actually looking at. And oh, by the way, the people that are involved in this project are have already been shown to be connected to or directly in bed with Harry and Meghan. So they're just furthering whatever interest which also explains why this omid scoby character never responded to me on twitter okay because he knew was i was on to something oh what did you say to him i said we want to have you on our show to talk about harry and megan right. jump and ship no response connect the dots la 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 connect the dots la 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 okay that's from Wee herman Oh, I know the la 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 la, but did he say connect the dots? Yeah, that was the whole thing. He oh. did dot to dots and said connect the dots. Oh yeah, wow. la 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 la. Bris, I, thought bris, bris. You, I thought you were better than that, Bradley. I thought you would remember. Hey, I pity the poor fool who don't eat my cereal. <laughs> Redeemed. Thank you. All right, okay, back to the Royals. That was fascinating. Well done, you guys. You certainly earned your gumshoe title. I mean, thank you. I don't. I think that's gum a shoe compliment. title. Great. I got gum on my shoe. Great. <laughs> Great. Back to Oprah. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. We've got some dumb people doing dumb things to tell you about crazy, stupid idiots. After this, on my talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, uh, and we have a name for those dumb people doing dumb things, and it is crazy, stupid, idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, I know you are, but what am I? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Over the Florida. But mostly Florida. But we're going to New York first. Or Mutork. Mutork. Okay, we're going to New York, and that's where we are going to meet 28 year old Cassie Moses. She was uh, out and about on Saturday night, and uh, she was being chased by some cops on foot. Oh, no. Uh, no, that's not true. She wasn't being chased. Somebody else was being chased by cops on foot. Okay. And one of the cops dropped his keys to his patrol car. Oh. And that is the point at which 28-year-old Cassie Moses saw what she would call a crime of opportunity. 
Ah, uh, yeah. She grabbed those keys and she stole the car. Oh no! Now in New York, you may or not know, may or, you may or may not realize that it isn't as busy as it usually is. So you know, one would think she'd be able to make a clean getaway because most of the streets are pretty wide open, right? Yeah, because everybody's sheltering in place there. Well, exactly. Apparently not, because she somehow managed to get caught in a traffic jam. And then they had called. So they were chasing her because they'd called it in. She sideswiped another cop car before she turned onto a bridge where there was a minor traffic jam. So the police were then able to catch up with her. She's now facing charges for grand theft, auto, criminal possession of stolen property and reckless endangerment. You know, like I. How old was she? 28 old enough to know better. Yeah, I was going to say I feel like 28 like okay, you might be stealing cars, but do you steal police cars at 28? Like well, 28 that seems a little old to be stealing a police car. And the reason I say that is once your brain has fully formed, mm-hmm. you hopefully should be able to do the math that says it's a police car. Well, and like play the tape all the way through, right? Like you take the police car and it's a car that says police on it. What are you going to do with that? Yeah, you're not going anywhere without people going, hey, look, Mm -hmm. that's a police car. That's a one ride job right there, right? Like you're going to take it to one place and you'll never go anywhere again in it. It's like the people who, you know, jump in like a ice cream truck. Like you're not going anywhere with that. Like, okay, you go down the block. Fine. But then what? And I feel like by the time you hit 28, you should realize that you're not taking it to the chop shop. Exactly. What a crazy, stupid idiot. Crazy, stupid idiot. Neener, neener, boo, boo. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that was in New York. New York City. Get a rope. Salsa. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to take you to another place called Florida. Oh, I love that place. Yay. Uh, In fact, I'm taking you to Indian River County. Florida. Okay. And I want to tell you about a Vero Beach lady. Mm-hmm. She's 26 years young. Now, in Florida, they are getting serious about this whole coronavirus thing. And they have issued mandatory stay-at-home orders to help curb the spread of the COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of states, right? Yep. So um, that means if you are out, you should have a purpose. Yep. For what you're going to be out and about to do. A special purpose. Um. Well, this 26-year-old Vero Beach woman that I told you about, she was out and about, and she did have a reason. The problem is the reason did not actually meet one of the state's criteria. There are several reasons, of course, you know, essential activities going to, um, oh, you can actually go to church in Florida. That seems a little questionable, but, you know, hey, look, different strokes. Mm -hmm. Is that a hint? No. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to make a comment about Florida's public policy, but I won't. So I will continue my story by saying simply that she was on some railroad tracks walking. And so uh, a cop pulls up and he's like, hey, lady, why are you walking on the tracks? Okay. It's the reason she gave that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. Can you imagine the reason she gave for being on the train tracks? She waiting for a train to come by? No, thankfully, uh, she did not say she was waiting for a train to come by. Um, she said she was on her way to a friend's house. Well, 
You're not supposed to go to friends' houses no. during this moment. Thank you, right? Kylie Jenner. Stasi with the bare feet. Mm-hmm. No, she was going to a friend's house to smoke marijuana. Oh, honey. So apparently in uh, Ron DeSantis, that's the governor of Florida's five-page order, which it took took effect on April 3rd, getting stoned with your friends is not on the approved list of things to leave your house for. Thank you. So she was arrested. Oh, my gosh. Um, who does that? Girl. Why don't you have a backup plan? Right. If I get asked by police where I'm going, you say the grocery store? Yeah. Or like church? Granny's house? Yeah. Well, you shouldn't even be going to Granny's house, I That's hope. That's true, actually. Stay away from Granny. Mm-hmm. For our last story, we are going to Blue Court in oh. Palm Coast. Where's Palm Coast? Is that Florida? Probably. Yep. It sounds very It's Floridian. near Daytona Beach, Florida. Um, and we're going to meet up with uh, a home, a residence, uh, where there had been some tomfoolery and skullduggery. Oh, skullduggery. Mm-hmm. The, Who's dugging skulls? Well, the deputies in this particular area had suspected a particular house uh, as being a drug den. Oh. And so they were like, oh, we got to get a warrant to go check on that house. They'd done a little knock and talk. And uh, they noticed at this residence where they suspected some drug activity going down, they noticed a doormat that had a message. The message was, come back with a warrant. Uh, That's what the doormat said. What? Like, some people say, welcome, or home. This one said, come Come back back with with a a warrant. warrant. And so you know what the deputies did? Did they come back with a warrant? They did. They came back with a warrant. They were like, fine. It's what you want. What did they find? Thank you for asking. During a search of the residence, detectives recovered over 2.5 grams of fentanyl and dozens of used syringes, along with other drug paraphernalia. Four residents were secured, but no arrests were made at the time, pending some further investigation. However, I do appreciate the fact that, as they put, here's this is their actual words. The Flagler County Sheriff Rick Staley said, this poison peddler had a doormat that said, come back with a warrant. This poison peddler. So we did. I know. I love this. I love that. I'm going to start calling drug dealers poison, poison peddlers. peddlers. Uh, so we did. He said, our detectives did a great job in following up on tips received on this residence. We still have some follow-up work to do, but for now, deadly drugs and syringes seized are off the streets. Yay. So congrats to them. And also, two criminals don't have a stupid doormat that says come back with a warrant. Yeah, that's like those idiots that have the t- were they wearing t-shirts that said like yeah. I do I sold drugs and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. Yeah, pr- probably. Also, they might want to think about getting a new doormat. This it's kind of ra- it's kind of raggedy. Also, who sells that doormat? Spencer's gift? Yeah, probably. Yeah. My husband whose name is Matt had a doormat in college that said hi I'm Matt, but it was spelled M-A-T. Of course he did. Um, do you still have it? No. <laughs> oh, I just Christmas love it. Christmas gift. So stupid. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show at 2.45 every day, we like to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. We're going to do that. When we come back, why are you vocal rising on my talk one oh seven one?
Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.